Corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much there, legendary John Bon Jovial. I am the David Bowers, and you are not. Thank you very much, Chevy but I'm Chase, wherever you are. <laughs> yes, I'm legendary, though. You're not. Yes, you, you are absolutely legendary, and everyone knows it. And we like to welcome everyone to our show once again, where everyone is an award winner, including all of our guests. And there are no panels, no voting. All you have to do is say, this person did something really great or something really stupid, and we'll give them an award if you tell us why you think they should get an award. It's as simple and easy as that. There are so many award shows now, we decided every show should be an award show. And every week we award our house band, Titty Bingo, for providing us our theme music on the show. And then we go and we talk a little bit. We play some music and we get some artists on here and play their music and hear about their talents and their careers. And we've got a couple of good ones today. We have a, uh, we have a young lady out of Arizona who's breaking big in country music right now. And then we have an old friend of ours, Mr. David Martinez from Corpus Christi, Texas, who will be joining us to talk about uh, the week's festivities at uh, South by Southwest, which have just concluded or uh pretty much concluded he'll be uh, summarizing his experiences and we'll be talking about some things about that but first uh we're gonna have some uh, we're gonna have some music and uh, we've got a couple of uh, new tracks to bring up for you we'd like to get your opinion see what you think about it and first however before we do anything we always give shout outs to our friends and uh, create an award and our first the david bowers award of the week goes to Ion Indie Magazine. That's the letters I O N, Ion Indie Magazine. As of June 17th, they're going to be a completely digital magazine. They're offering free PDF copies to their readers. A global volunteer initiative of journalists, photographers, and music industry professionals who collectively lend their name, their time, and talents in an effort to help promote indie music and the artists who make it. They are becoming the benchmark for indie music publications, and this looks like it's going to be an incredible growth year for Ion Indie Magazine. So whether you're an indie artist, a manager, agent, media person, or just an indie music fan, check them out. Ion Indie Magazine, that's I-O-N Indie Magazine. You find them online at, online at IonIndieMagazine.com. Also, Twitter, Facebook, and all the usual subsect places all over the Internet. John Bon Jovial, do you have words for us this week? Oh, I always have words. Some of them are worthless. Some of them mean something. But in this particular case, I do want to tell you what we've got coming up on the show today, David. And coming up on the David Bowers Awards, because the last time I checked, that was the name of the show, was the David Bowers Awards. And uh, we've... Yes, <laughs> we've got, uh, as uh, David just mentioned, we've got uh, David Martinez, 
And he's going to be uh, telling us all about uh, the week gone by at uh, South by Southwest in Texas. And we've got Ashley Wineland uh, from Arizona, and she is a breaking country music star and very, very talented young lady. But first, we do have some new indie music that we want to uh, get to. Uh, one of them is uh, one of our local boys here in Naples, Florida, uh, James McSheffrey, We're very good friends of uh, our uh, engineer, uh, Nick Rogers, a.k.a. Nick the Geek. So without further ado, David, I'll let you do that magical intro that you do so well. Well, thank you so very much. James McSheffrey has been on the show with us here, oh, I don't know, a month or two ago, and... Uh, He's got some new, new music that he has just come up with and uh, worked also with our, uh, our uh, engineer, Nick the Geek. They've come up with a, uh, a really interesting set of new tunes, and we're going to play one of them for you right now. So give it up now for James McSheffrey at a thing called When You Get Done. Baby, 
Sound. What do you think, John Bon Jovial? Uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, he does a good job. I, I've seen him a couple of times playing with Nick, and uh, James is a, a fairly well-known artist here in Southwest Florida. You see him all the time in the clubs in Fort Myers and Naples, and of course Nick is accompanying him. And uh, together, the two of them, they do a great job. And I know that Nick is playing on that particular cut. Uh, but uh, I, I think that uh, if these guys play their cards correctly, uh, that they will be able to expand their boundaries well beyond the uh, restrictions of southwest Florida, get up into Tampa, get up over to Miami, maybe eventually up to Atlanta, and who knows from there. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I think... Uh I think Nick was doing background vocals on that too, and yes, uh, he was. Whatever it is, uh, it's a. I think I think it's a grabby sound. It, it does reach out and grab you. I look forward to hearing uh, more of their music, and uh, we'll get Jim back, uh, James back on here in the uh, not too far distant future. Meanwhile, well, the, the thing, well, another real quick. Just uh, I was just going to say real quick. The thing that I like about it is that compared to the music that we featured of James uh, earlier, which was very good. This is a far more commercial sound to it, and I think he's got a better opportunity with this particular piece than uh, the other two songs that we played for, uh, for you before, which great pieces of music, but this, is, this has got a real commercial panache to it. Yeah, it does, and it's a, uh, well, as you said, it's a much more commercial sound. Uh, the, the sound he had before was, I think, uh, it was more Americana, and in, well, in, at least in the case of the one track we commented on, uh, it was uh, a little James Taylor-ish, where this Here one is... Go, uh, exactly, yeah. 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 This one is, is more a, uh, a little more rock edge to it, and... Uh, Speaking of rock edge, we're going to rock out right now, so uh, get your rock and shoes on, audience, and uh, we're going to uh, shake up a little bit here with a band that uh, is brought to us by our friend John over at Zykotica in London, England. Uh, wild Horse is the band, and uh, they exhibit some wild talents. They've got, uh, they've got a uh, guitar twang that's reminiscent of more recent uh, rock groups. While they have a uh, a touch of the early Rolling Stones in their music, uh, I think you're going to like what they do. Uh, they're uh, 
they're really making a name for themselves over there and expect to try coming over to this side of the pond in the not-too-far-distant future. So let's give a roll right now to the band from London, England, by the name of Wild Horse. This is called, and it is, by the way, the title of their current EP, which is going to be released on the end of this month. It's called High Up My Hill. listening to the david bowers awards and if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show please write us at david at the david there you have it high up my hill that's wild horse from actually from a suburb of london which most of you have probably never heard of so we just round it off and say they're from london england and the merry old uk john bon jovial you've got words for us 
Oh, words of wisdom. You know, computers can be a real pain in the neck, and having to keep up with the security of those computers can be a pain in the neck, and that's why you really need to have somebody on your side that can help you. And those are the people at Computer Help USA. They help us. They underwrite this program for us and make it possible for us to get on the air with the use of their studios. And it may sound kind of weird that a computer place has studios, but they do because they love indie music just as much as we do. But Computer Help USA, they're the folks that can help you and make it really easy and worry-free to, uh, so you don't have to worry about the security of your network. You don't have to worry about the viruses getting into your computers. One call, that's all you've got to make. One call to Computer Help USA, and it really doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in Naples, Florida, or San Francisco, California. The phone number is area code 239 five nine six six one one two you can find them on the web at www.comphelpusa.com or of course on facebook and twitter under computer help usa that's computer help usa they're the pros to help you out and they help us out we know you won't regret making the decision to go with them david Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. We have with us next a wonderful new talent out of the Phoenix, Arizona area. I know you're going to be hearing a lot more of this young lady, and especially if you're in the country music circles, because uh, she's got a sound that is definitely country. It's it's not imitation country. It's not wannabe country. Uh, it, it's a little bit pop country, but it's not what it is real is really real country i know you're going to like her we're going to listen to a track right now so here she is we'll talk to her in a moment ashley wineland this is called no prince charming i ain't here to satisfy some lame ambition you might have Talk me tonight, so just move on Don't walk this way You're the only one that's listening To what you have to say Cause I know you
have it. No, Prince Charming. That's Ashley Wineland. Let's sit her down and have a little chat with her right now. Come on in, Ashley. Welcome aboard. Well, thank you so much for having me here today. Our pleasure. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. And tell us a little bit about what you're doing, because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that haven't heard from you yet, and we'd like them to get to know you. Yeah, well, like you said, my name's Ashley Wineland. Uh, I'm 19 years old. I'm a country music singer-songwriter out of Arizona. And, of course, you just heard uh, my last single that I put out called No Prince Charming. And I had the pleasure of releasing a new one actually just a few weeks ago called She's Gone. And I'm very excited to be here with you guys today to talk about it and all the fun stuff we have going on this year. And we're going to be playing that in just a few minutes after we get to know you better. And... uh what is some of the fun stuff you've got going on this year since you've already teased us? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can tell you that uh, we have a tour planned to start off in May. That actually starts off in North Carolina. So people from all over will be getting the chance to see us out there on the road. Uh, and on top of that, along with this tour, we are actually releasing an album, too, titled Simple Life, around the same time. So I'm very excited to be able to share that with everybody come May time. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, it is. And, and tours are like that. You can, you can look at them as one of two things. They're either incredibly tedious or they're a lot of fun. And as long as you look at them as a lot of fun, that's just exactly what they'll be. Now, have you done touring in the past? I have. Actually, uh, my band and I did kind of a small tour back along the East Coast uh, in September, and then we came home, obviously, for the holidays and to work on this album some more so we could have it done by the time we set off again here in May. So, And uh, your, uh, your newest release, She's Gone, was what, just released last month, right? It was released March 1st. Ah, well, I was close. It was right on the cusp. <laughs> now, is this is this part of an album, or have you yet to work on an album or EP? No, so She's Gone is actually going to be on this upcoming album uh, titled Simple Life. I have had one album that I've done uh, previously before this project that was titled Family Business. Oh, okay. And your new album, do you have an idea when that's going to be available? Uh, it should be available probably around mid-May. Mid-May, okay. Now, your uh, your East Coast tour, can you tell us what your itinerary is from, uh, I think you said you're starting in North Carolina? Yeah, so obviously right now there's still a lot of time before then, but we're going to be filling in some dates. But just to kind of give you a few, we're going to be kicking off at the Tin Roof Charlotte in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is personally one of my favorite venues. Uh, we're going to be playing the Silver Spur Saloon out in Statesville, North Carolina, as well. And then we're going to take it on down to South Carolina for the Boiling Springs Ale House down there. So there's a lot of other dates in the works that I can't say anything about right now, obviously, until all the details are finalized. But those are just a few of the awesome locations that we're going to be at. Sure, I understand that. And uh, maybe you'll uh, run across some of our... Uh some of our uh, guests and stars that are out from that area, we've got uh, we've got quite a listener base in the Carolinas, and uh, several of the artists we've had on the show are from the Carolinas. I know uh, Nikki Chris is one. She's uh, I always get North and South Carolina confused, so I won't say which <laughs> one because I know she's from one or the other. <laughs> and uh, 
Michaela is also from the uh, Carolina. She's from Isle of Palms, where whichever Carolina that's in. I don't know what it is. I have I have this fixation with Carolinas. I can't keep North and South Carolina straight. Uh, if you ask me which state Charlotte was in, I'd have to stop and think. I'm kind yeah, of a, no, I, I'm with you. Some kind of geographical hang up, I guess. Now you've been doing <laughs> you've been doing this for how long? Well, I've been songwriting for about almost five years now, which is crazy to think about in retrospect, but um, I've been performing with my band for four, so it's been quite a journey so far. And you've been doing your own music all, all that time. So in, in effect, you actually started writing music before you started performing it. Yes, actually, uh, my awesome uh, mentor, who's also my producer and songwriting buddy, Mr. Brian Cuban, uh, he took me under his wing when I was only 13 and, you know, kind of showed me the tricks of the trade, what it meant to be, you know, working in a studio and writing music and kind of indulging a little bit more in that music theory um, as well. And so we wrote songs together and um, the next year after that, when I had kind of started my mini arsenal of original tunes in there, uh, I put my band together, and they've been with me ever since. So, Now, how, how have you coordinated this with your schooling? So, uh, obviously now I'm in college, which makes life a little bit easier because I'm actually an online student through ASU, but uh, when I was in high school, which is really when all this started, was transferring into my freshman year. It was really difficult, especially my freshman year, because that was when I was recording my first album for Family Business. It was a lot of really late nights. You know, we'd be in the studio till midnight, and, you know, I'd have to get up for school at 6 a.m. the next morning. So, uh, to be completely honest, I was really sleep-deprived <laughs> the whole time. I but can imagine. School was always been a priority, and my parents always emphasized to me, you know, if anything has to come first, you know, your school always has to come first. So I always have been really, you know, organized and very schedule-oriented because if not, then things just start falling apart, and that's when I get into trouble. So it was a lot of just really <laughs> learning how to pace myself and make sure that I gave myself enough time to do everything I needed to do to make everything happen. That sounds like you've got a lot of support at home, too. Oh, yeah. I'm really blessed to have really just an amazing family, especially my parents. Uh, you know, while my mom, I have a younger brother, you know, she kind of holds down the front and, you know, does all the stuff with my brother because he's a nationally uh, competitive figure skater. But then my dad, oh, wow. you know, does the other part with me. And, you know, he, we road dog it out together. All those late nights and stuff were spent with him. And so, you know, from both my parents, I have just immense amounts of support. Now that's fantastic, and that your brother's a uh, a competitive skater. That's that's something else too. I, speaking of something else, John Bon Jovial's got something he'd like to get in here. John, yeah, I'm something else, all right. But then again, my partner, so are you, uh, <laughs> Ashley. Uh, what I wanted to, I'm thinking about uh, what to ask you, uh, and, and I can't come up with anything creative other than. Something that I ask almost every guest that comes on, and it may sound like a cliche, but I really, really do want to know, especially since you write your own material, um, who is your, your influence? Who, who do you look to as an example of uh, fine writing and, uh, and, and composition 
when it comes to laying down the music for your song and, and of course, the lyrics? Yeah, no, that's an awesome question. And to be completely honest with you, growing up, I was raised on a lot of older, more kind of what we now would title traditional country music. And so, you know, that was Johnny Cash and Patsy Cline and Dolly Parton and Merle Haggard and everybody, you know, all the greats, really. And so that's what I grew up with. And so always in my mind, country music has always correlated with storytelling. Because if you look at all those songs, every single one of them tells a story, and to me personally, it's so important that music takes you on, like, some sort of journey. When you're done, you know, you felt something, you visualized something while you were listening to it, and so a lot of my writing influence, because as you can uh, tell if you listen to all of my songs, they all tell a story, Um, and that really heavily resides in, you know, growing up listening to that music, that nice old traditional style country music, and I try to incorporate as much of that feeling and as much of that passion for storytelling in my writing as, you know, that music and that, I think, is something that I more or less tried to allude to in the, uh, in the lead-up to introducing you, the fact that you, you are very definitely more in line with the classic traditional country music sound than today's pop country. And I, I think that's a good thing. I, I don't object because I know music, like everything else, changes over the years and decades and generations. But at the same time, I, I really feel the need to hang on to the traditional or classic country sound. And to me, uh, to me, that's personally uh, very important because I've always been into classical country music, uh, even back, uh, well, I, I'm one of these antiques that was around back when country wasn't cool, as Barbara Mandrell would say, and I can remember in, uh, in junior high school, uh, you know, I couldn't admit the fact that, hey, that new Johnny Cash, I walked the line as a heck of a song, because, you know, I would have just looked at and scorned it. What are you, some sort of a nut? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that's a good thing. I, I like the fact that you are uh, true to the classic country sound. That's a uh, very, very good thing, and I, I think it will serve you well because the pendulum swings both ways in everything in life, and music is no different. And uh, we had a period where it swung to pop country, and then it swung back to classic country for a period of time. Now, lately, we've been into pop country, rock country, so the timing may be right. It may be, uh, it may be the perfect timing to be swinging back towards uh, classic country a bit, and you do an excellent job of it. Really, really like your sound. Well, thank you, and of course, I agree with you, you know, like you said, music evolves and everything, and of course, there is stuff to be enjoyed out of the newer country music that's coming out on the radio and everything, but personally, you know, to me, there's nothing better than being able to listen to a song and hear, you know, live musicians, you know, music isn't supposed to be perfect, and so, you know, when you bring in drum loops and stuff, yeah, they might sound cool, but to me, you know, being able to hear that full kid and maybe something goes maybe just slightly on the flat side or, you know, just the rawness and the realness of, you know, hearing actual players on tracks, you really bring that music to life. It's something really important uh, to me and personally something that I know I enjoy when I hear it in other people's music. And I think other people can enjoy it as well. So. I have to agree, and John Bon Jovial and I have talked about the uh, the sterility of uh, music, how it can be 
you know, it can be overproduced to the point where it's too clean and it loses the feel. So uh, I, you're, you're absolutely right. That's a very important aspect. Now, before we let you go, tell us about your new track, She's Gone. So She's Gone has a special place in my heart, and it's actually, for being honest, the only song I have ever done, and even on this new album, uh, that I personally did not write myself. This song was actually written by a good friend of mine named Mickey Daniel. She's a Western swing uh, country music singer-songwriter out of Texas, and she had actually worked with my producer, uh, Brian Cuban, on a previous project, and so when this one came out, he was like, oh, you know, like, why don't we listen to it and stuff, and, you know, see what she's up to and this song came on and it just struck me in such a way that it was just one of those moments where I was like wow I really want to put my own twist on this song and really make something of it because if you do listen to my version and what hers originally was they're two kind of separate beasts in themselves um, but, you know, like I said, I pride myself on writing my own original music, but this was just that one anomaly kind of out of the blue that I just felt something with it. And I knew that with the right tweaks and stuff to fit my voice and the arrangement to really portray what I was feeling, I think everyone could kind of get the same message that, you know, you got to cherish the people that you have around you and, you know, not take them for granted because you never know when they're going to be gone and they might never come back. So that's kind of the essence of what the song is about. And like I said before, I'm very excited to be sharing it with you guys here today. Thank you so much. And you're absolutely right. I heartily agree. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Wineland, thank you so much for being here with us today, Ashley. Here's her latest. It's called She's Gone. She's leaving, lonesome, lovesick, lone star, legacy moving on. Just a ranch bred girl from the heart of Texas, tired of the lies she's been through. But sometimes a man can make mistakes, he'll regret later on. And she hopes for his sake, he sees his mistakes.
is Jenny Day. I'm listening to the David Bowers on Blog Talk Radio, but I have no idea why. Don't tell him I said that. Ashley Wineland right here on the David Bowers Awards. We've got to keep moving because we've got a lot more stuff to cover. We've got next David Martinez coming up to wrap up South by Southwest for us. But first, we're going to play, I think it was the first song I ever heard of David Martinez. I know it's been my favorite since I heard it, and it is his signature song. Here's David Martinez and Hey Mary. Try to make it legit but could never follow through Now she's back on the streets cause it's all she ever knew When she looks in the mirror she feels so ashamed But there's only really one person to blame All she ever wanted was to be loved Marry and tragedy fit like a glove Like Peggy and Whistle back in 32 She spread her wings and like a bird she flew
David Martinez. David, come on in here and say hello. How's it going, guys? Doing just great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. You surviving the uh, the week there in Austin at South by Southwest? Uh, absolutely the best that I can, as you all know how it is. Sometimes pretty crazy. <laughs> absolutely, and I know we but, we really enjoy it. This has become virtually an annual occasion for us to have you come and talk to us uh, from South by Southwest. And, of course, today is uh, the end of the week at South by Southwest, so we uh, get a little wrap-up from you about, uh, well, how you fared and uh, how you got through the week. I know there's so much going on. Do you, do you find it's it's still difficult? to get to everything that you wanted to see? Well, uh, I'll tell you one thing is like, you know, the traffic's bad, parking's a lot, so you gotta, you gotta pick and choose what you're gonna do, but uh, I, I was able to get some stuff done and meet with some people that, uh, you know, that I wanted to meet with, and it's always good having that face-to-face interaction Absolutely. Just, you know, internet. Now, you know, you know there, was, there was a lot of talk uh, this year uh, especially in the music circles, about the relevancy of South by Southwest because the majors, of course, have gotten so heavily involved to the point where uh, I don't want to say they control it, but they definitely, their influence is felt on it. And sometimes people get the feeling that uh, this is taken away from the, well, from the spontaneity and from the from the introduction of new artists, it, it, it's it's become they feel it, it it's become just another music convention, not what South by Southwest was originally intended to be. What do you think? How do you see South by Southwest? Is it still relevant? You know what it, it is, but I I could tell you one thing. I could tell you one thing that I I've heard. You know from other artists that they don't even go there anymore. They used to because originally it was designed for the independent artists you know and the the ones that were much smaller labels and now you know like you said you've got big time record labels out there and you know and it's uh i mean it, it always had the one thing about austin they always had that in, independent feel to it and right uh especially south by southwest but but you know there's still a lot of unofficial shows and things like that and you know and so i i have been able to see some new new artists listen to new music but i i think the point you're trying to make too is that some of the things the majors do is it overshadows that small smallness of it so yeah yeah you're you're right it kind of it some people got kind of don't even go there anymore because they're bummed out by that whole the whole thing that you just mentioned Sure, and as you pointed out, it was originally a uh, a week long showcase for the independent artists, the emerging artists, to expose themselves and their talents. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean that's a tradition in Austin that goes well. That actually predates South by Southwest, which has been around since what? Almost since Adam and Eve. I mean, uh, it, it, it's yeah. always been it's always been that showcase for uh, upcoming emerging artists. Yeah, absolutely, and you're right on that. I mean, it's, I, I mean, there's still artists, but like, there's still artists. I, I mean, there was a, there was a band called the American Authors. I saw them about three, maybe two or three years ago, and they've just blown up. And you know, they were sleeping in the van before the show, <laughs> and so you, you get to see a lot, a lot of things like that. But I do like, I do like, you know, like for instance, like Adam Duritz from the County Crows. He, uh, he's always out there, and he throws a, he throws two independent. Um, uh, shows showcases called the Outlaw series, and it, I 
he's he's more of a purist when it comes to things like that. Instead of letting the labels be the ones in charge of it, he handpicks a lot of the bands. He's he's the conversation we had before is he just loves music. You know what I mean? He loves, and it doesn't have to be a big artist. It could be you know. He goes, I wish instead of just opening a show, he said, I wish we could just like all go play together and take turns playing up on stage because I want to play with my friends. You know, and sure. I think that attitude. That attitude is a good attitude, and that's what I like. And that's why I keep going back, because I run into people like him, you know, people from Texas and Texas. Of course, we have Lady Lake and all that. And so, you know, I think that's a, that's a very important way to look at it. I think you're right about that. Now, let me ask you this. Obviously, finding the major artists, the label artists, and the, you know, the big showcases put on by the labels and major marketing, how difficult is it for someone from either an emerging artist or someone with an emerging artist band to go there and find the independent shows to get involved with as opposed to just being overwhelmed by the major names. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is too, like you you mentioned that and there's a lot there's a lot of things online where you can apply, but my the best part for me uh, the way I get booked from for these showcases is I already have relationships with a lot of these people who throw them, and that's the biggest thing. It's about relationship building, and that's what you want to do, especially when you go out there. I mean, anytime music, I'm always I'm always relationship building with people, and you know, you, when you go out there, that's basically you want to you want to take every advantage of that because some people are from other countries too, and you may you might not see them for maybe a year or two. You know what I mean? Absolutely. John Bon Jovial's got a question. He wants to pop in. John? Well, something just occurred to me, David, and, and that is, um, you know, so a lot of these festivals, they started off with the best of intentions, uh, getting artists that weren't well-known to up on stage so they could hawk their wares <laughs> and, and, you know, get the accolades that some of them justly deserve. And as these things become more and more successful, I mean, you know the the vice pre- the former vice president of the United States was there speaking this week at South by Southwest. As these things become yeah. more successful, uh, it it seems that some of the up and coming artists, the people that are really trying to get their name out there, are having a difficult time uh, getting their air, so to speak. So what yes. what say you to something like this of an established artist such as yourself? and your compatriots that are able to get the stage time. What do you think of, oh, I don't know, for lack of better words, fostering somebody and bringing them upstage with you? This is, I just ran into this guy. He was playing at a bar. He blew me away. I want him to join us up on stage so that person or persons can get their exposure. What do you think of doing something like that? I, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I do do that, whether it be a South by Southwest or just in general, like I always bring up my friends on stage. I, we got one young, young up and coming uh, artist that I work with a lot and he's 18, you know, and he's got a great voice. His name is Dave Hancock and, you know, he's come up on stage with me and sang a couple of times. And, uh, but also, you know, like you said, that, for instance, I was doing a thing called Texas Rock Fest and, uh, I, uh, this band, I forgot, I forgot what they were, they were called again, but they were from Vegas and they came and told me, you know, oh, we just got in a van and came out here and yeah, we, we're not playing this year. We're just going to try to meet people. I go, I said, and I, I, I know Texas Indie Fest lost a, lost a performer. And I said, Hey, we, I, I think we can get you a slot. 
And he was like, really? And it was like, you know, so we called the guy and he goes, let me listen to their stuff. And he goes, all right, three, three part harmonies. And they came up and we became good friends with them. And so every time, you know, I, I do try to do that a lot to help other artists out because you never know. You always pay it forward. And, Absolutely. and, uh, I've been doing that for you. I've been doing that for years. It's just something we have jam sessions, just bring up people on stage and who are, who are up and coming and, you know, and they, they can hang with it. You know, I've often wondered about that because I remember when I first got started in, in radio, uh, back in the late sixties, early seventies, uh, I was, you know, <laughs> inexperienced and it's like, well, how am I going to get my first job? Everybody says you've got to have experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I met a couple of program directors that said, okay, sure, after talking to me, we'll give you a shot at it. And, and that's how I got started. And I'm pretty sure, David, that's how you got started, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. Pretty much the same way. And, David, that's an excellent, uh, mm -hmm. an yeah, excellent cool. comment you made. I would go so far as to say, uh, we could do that, too. Why don't you get in touch with me, David? and uh, put me in contact with this, uh, this artist that you were talking about. Let us get him on the mm -hmm. show and uh, give him a chance absolutely. to perform there. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, actually, he's going to open up. Uh, he opened up. The, uh, David, I think we lost you. We'll have to see if we can uh, get him back on to at least, uh, at least give, say a goodbye to him. We are running short. I had one more question I wanted to uh, get into with him, but uh, we have something set up. He'll be in touch with us to, uh, to uh, bring us that artist that he was talking about, and I look forward to, uh, to hearing him. And I know David's got a studio session coming up this summer, so he'll be coming back with a new album uh, probably in the fall, that would be my guess. I'm and really it just sorry shows we... on the console here too, David, that, that his call it was is. indeed dropped, so uh, yeah, we'll have to get a hold now. of him and just say, you know, technical yeah, he difficulties. Is, he is back now, David. Are you here? Oh. Okay. Uh, we lost you. We've about run out of time, but I was just saying that uh, one, we definitely want to uh, have you bring your artist back. And, I mean, you come with him, be on the show, introduce him to the people. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. We'll, we'll do pretty much the same thing you were talking about. We are out of time Absolutely. now, however. I want to thank you for coming by, talking with us about South by Southwest. You have a studio session coming up this summer. We'll look forward to you yeah. coming back and uh, sharing your new music with us, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate it, David. Great. Thank you, David. That's David Thank Martinez, you. ladies and gentlemen. And here is Where Could I Go?
side When you took that step to rip my heart in two David Martinez, who just spoke with us from uh, South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. And we want to thank David. We want to thank Ashley Wineland also for being with us. We thank you for being with us and invite you to come back next week for more exciting new indie music and talk with the artists who make it. John Bon Jovi will take us home. And I am on my way. The David Bowers Awards comes to you from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and along the banks of the majestic Colorado River in beautiful Bullhead City, Arizona. And we are available for free download worldwide on Blog Talk Radio, also on iTunes, 365 Internet Radio, and Spreaker. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook. And you can also, of course, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all the other usual social media hangouts to hear about upcoming shows. Be sure to join us for next, uh, next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Saving Time on WRFZFM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Saving Time at uh, 2 o'clock, 11 a.m. Pacific, and at uh, 6 p.m. Greenwich Time for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. Until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek, Pop Along Sarcassity, and all the other idiots here, I'm John Bon Jovial saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>